Waltney Group, Remax Results. Welcome to Rochester Real Estate, featuring Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group Remax Results and Andy Brownell. Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning, Andy Brownell on News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM, along with Robin Gwaltney with Gwaltney Group Remax Results. Good morning, Robin. Good morning. How are you? I am doing super. How's that? How about yourself? I'm good. Did you bundle up a little bit more today than normal? Yeah, it's it is what it is, right? I know, but it just hits you like a ton of bricks. I know. It's so funny that when we get to this time of the year, twenty five degrees in November is bone chilling cold. <laughs> By yeah, mid-January, you're thinking 25 is actually fairly warm. It's so awesome. Yeah, it's so <laughs> funny. But you know what? I literally was at the quick trip early this morning, and I had on a, a sweater with fur around the hood, and the gal said, isn't it fun to get out the winter clothes? And I said, you know what? I'm so happy I live in a place with four seasons. I really wouldn't change it for anything in the world. You know, and I ran into a, um, a Mayo Clinic fellow this week. And he's not from here, from yeah. out east, out east, and came to Rochester with no intention of staying here. Came here for residency, right? And then decided to stay for fellow, and the whole time going back to family in Pennsylvania or wherever it was all the time. And he goes, you know, this place is kind of kind of warming on me. He goes, I, I, I'm kind of conflicted now that I'm nearing the end of my fellowship. I might want to stay here. Yeah, and it was the winter. He goes, I hate the winters, but every time I get to, you know, the spring, it's so beautiful here in the summer. <laughs> and the winter's short, right? We got to tell yeah. ourselves that. Yeah, relatively short. It's all perspective. Everything is perspective, just like this real estate market. You know, okay. where are we headed? What's going on, right? So for months and months and months, we've been talking about home prices have continued to rise, but at a much slower pace due to the rising interest rates and the economic conditions. Where are we at now on all that? Okay, well, that's a really valid question. And I actually have some statistics about that because the National Association of Realtors has announced that there is a slowdown in home prices ahead despite of the great quarter three growth that we saw, okay? So I don't want anybody to misinterpret and let, you know, I don't want you to hear me say that home values are falling, but they may start to um, stay kind of where they're at for a little while, okay, until okay. the interest rates drop. So right now, um, in the third quarter, which clearly just ended, there was most states, I think, um, had pretty um, measurable growth, and I think a lot of them double digits, okay? So house prices were still rising quite fast. And as a matter of fact, it was 46% of the 185 markets that the National Association tracks that did register double-digit increases. So That's amazing. Yeah, so prices were continuing to go up, you know, at a pretty hefty pace. And now what they're going to predict is that is going to slow down. And I, I think this is nothing different than what I've been saying, and that prices will still continue to go up, but maybe they're going to go up by... 3% instead of 10%, or maybe they're going to go up by 1% instead of 8%. I mean, they're going to they're gonna continue to rise, but 
very, very slowly. So we're going to see little baby steps in increasing values. And at worst case, just kind of remaining neutral for a while. Nobody, none of the economists that follow real estate are predicting a drop in values. Okay? Right. So this is and a good I, thing. Well, to me, it's to be expected. It's, right. That's what you mm-hmm. get when you raise interest rates. You have a pause now because we saw unreasonable growth for a period of time. Mm-hmm. So things need to rest for a while. Right. And I mean, let's face it, the mortgage rate doubled in the last year. Yeah. Do you know that's never happened in, in the history of time? Um, it's, ne- it's never doubled in one year. So on the positive side of that, and this is me speculating, the inflation report that came out this past week, it was not good, but it wasn't horribly bad, let's put right. it that way. So right. things moderated a bit, so that might that might mean the Fed could possibly not do another hike. So maybe we're yeah. maybe we're maybe we're already at the peak of where the interest rates will be. That's speculation, would, though. Yeah, but I, but I mean, I don't think you're far off from what the economists, the major players, are saying. You know, like okay, we this was all intended to um, for a purpose, and it, it, it's accomplishing that purpose, and so. You know, as the prices of the, or as the interest rates have gone up, we're seeing the prices of the houses slow down so that people can still get in them. But I will tell you, the home, the average cost of a home has gotten to be really expensive. So inflation isn't just hitting us at the grocery store and at the gas pumps by any means. I actually read an article that said to get into a home now, the average um, home purchaser has to, with a 10% down, um, the average home buyer has to earn around 88 grand. Oh my goodness. And that is up by 40,000 since um, pre-COVID. So it's That's not doubled. that long ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's a little scary. So I mean, you can see why people are panicking, but then unfortunately, here we go again with but then they have to rent. So, oh, good. The rents are really affordable and everybody has a nice place to live with cheap rent. No, the rents are skyrocketed as well. So thank goodness the banks, you know, know how to think outside the box. And guess what we're seeing again? Something I haven't seen since I started real estate, and that is um, interest rate buy downs. Oh, by the points. Yep, 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 yep. Haven't seen that in a while. Haven't needed to see that in a while. But, you know, that's why I can't stress enough that if you just read the headlines, you're certainly going to walk away thinking, oh, man, I'm never going to be able to buy a house. Because I remember that. I remember being there in the 1980s thinking, oh, the world is full of gloom and doom. I'm never going to get a job. I'm never going to be able to afford to live because I just read the headlines or I just listened to the news. But the fact is, is you want to dig a little deeper and you want to get the whole story. So yeah, maybe you're going to have to get creative with your financing. You know, maybe things are going to have to change a little bit. Maybe you're going to afford a little less house than you would have a few years ago, but it's definitely still a very doable thing to purchase a house. So I don't want people to be scared off and think that they can't do it anymore. Well, the other way to look at this too is that number has gone up so much to purchase that that entry-level house 
But at the same time, you pointed out, rents have gone up right. in, insanely high as well. So <laughs> the question I that leads me to ask is how much does it how much does a household have to earn in order to have a decent apartment it's probably a similar amount it's probably a similar amount yes exactly and that's why more and more people are living in their parents basements andy well, don't say that. <laughs> i'm teasing i'm teasing i'm being a little sarcastic on this crisp <laughs> saturday morning Oh, uh, but it does beg the question: If you can, you know, if you're in a place now thinking you can't buy the home because of the cost of the home, you should look at the, what you're paying for rent and can you really be affording to pay that rent? I don't know. I, I would explore it at least because if you, we have talked about it numerous times. It's about your monthly budget. It's about your monthly budget. So that's what I talk to buyers about. Let's focus on what are you comfortable paying for your living each month, and then we'll plan our, uh, you know, we'll we'll plan out what we're looking for and what our plan of attack is going to be based on what you can afford to pay each month. And based on the new listings that you described last week when we got together, there's a lot more of those houses available in those lower ranges than there were previously. Those yes, were and I, the I do have those. Before. And I have those stats because I do have the Rochester market report. Okay. So um, do I don't know if you want to take a break or... I do. Perfect timing. <laughs> awesome. I knew you were going to say that. All right. We'll be back with more we're with Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group Remax Results in a moment. I'm News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We'll be right back with Robin Gwaltney and Andy Brownell on Rochester Real Estate. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. You have the Evan Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group, Remax Results, and Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We are back on this chilly Saturday morning. Robin Gwaltney with Gwaltney Group, Remax Results. And you mentioned you have the numbers Yes. The market report numbers. I'm always I interested do. in this. And this is just a few days old. I think I pulled this together on uh, Thursday or so. So it's not, it's pretty accurate. So currently we have 140 sales pending. Now this market report is for Rochester. Okay. Okay. So 140 sales pending. So that means they've gone under contract. They've cleared their inspections or whatever other contingencies they had. And they're just wait in the you know waiting period to close okay so they're as good as sold but not sold until the signed on the final line so 140 of those and as far as listings that are still currently active for sale we have 279 more so That's when you do number. the so when you do the pending ratio you know you divide the 140 by the total of 419 and it's 33% that are pending. So a third of what we had in inventory is pending. So two thirds is not. So what does that actually mean? Well, when that pending ratio, that indicates the supply and demand of the market, right? So if it's a high ratio, <coughs> excuse me, if it's a high ratio, that means that the listings are in demand and quickly going to contract. If it's a low ratio, that means we don't have enough buyers for the existing supply. Um, you know, 50% is neutral, right? So 3% is going toward the buyer's favor. 
Okay. I would still say it's still a mildly, yeah, it's it's not far off. It's not like, oh boy, buyers can run out there and get 10% off the asking price. It's not that, but we definitely are seeing people negotiate negotiate down from full price and like I said before people are not balking at letting their buyers get an inspection and even taking care of the items that come up on the inspection reports so those kind of things we have been seeing over the last I would say four to six weeks but you know we're going to see more of that and the average days on market most recently is 46 days it's still short it's still short. I mean, it just seems like a lifetime when not too long ago the average was seven. You know, so that's the part is conditioning our um, our sellers to understand what the expectations should be. I think that, and you've heard me say this before, and I don't like to repeat and repeat, but I think some things just need to be repeated. And I think the scariest thing about buying and selling a house is the unknown. And so I think as professionals, if we are setting clear expectations for both sellers and buyers, we can remove a lot of that, you know, and we can help make the process a lot less stressful. I can see that completely. If you go in the door and say, you know, the market's shifted and I know your neighbor sold their house in three days, but these interest rates have changed all that and now it's going to take maybe a month or two exactly exactly and and we it's really up to us because if there's no conversation we go away with two different sets of expectations and that seller might still feel really confident that the same thing that happened for the neighbors is going to happen for him and if we don't actually talk about it out loud and make sure that they understand because the truth is is most sellers are very reasonable and they understand that as realtors we don't control the market we just understand it and we work in it and so we have to be able to tell them what to expect and I know you've heard me say think about climbing a mountain you want the best guide you can get right and the trickier the mountain or the trickier the market the better guide you're gonna want yes (laughs) I want that experience at this point as well so um, let's take, kind of break it down to what we have on what we have available because okay. it's always that two hundred to three hundred thousand dollar price, right? I mean, most of our pending listings have been in that price range, and actually, most of our um, active listings are in that price range. So, of the two hundred and seventy nine active, I think we only have let's see, fifteen, nineteen. 30 that are above 800,000. So that means we have 249 that are below. And then if you if we look at it, looks like we've got only 60 above 500,000. So most of our listings are below 500,000, but between 200 and 300 we've got 64. Between 300 and 400 we've got 55. But right before we came into the segment, you said there's more affordable homes out there. Between 100 and 200, we actually have 27 active listings. Wow, that is, that is a change. 
yeah so there are there are more out there if you've had to decrease your budget the good news is the inventory that you have to choose from has multiplied so you know there is a there's always a brighter side there's always a positive uh, days on market, it looks like the market average has actually been 67, and the market median has been 46. Okay. So, yeah, it's taken a month and a half, two months to get your house sold. It's just, it's just a little different. And we, we have said this before. It wasn't that long ago, a matter of years. Um, it was three months was normal. Right. It wasn't until we didn't start getting stressed. When I got into the business, we didn't start getting stressed out about a listing until after it sat on the market six months. Yeah. And now it's like the stress comes on much, much quicker, like after the third week, <laughs> you know, because it's just we're still trying to condition sellers and um, even agents because I've said, you know, the numbers, the statistics about the numbers of agents that have worked in this climate, it's it's pretty mind-blowing because most haven't. Most have never seen a median days on market of 46. Most have never seen an interest rate above 4%. Oh, goodness. Yeah, exactly. And here we are, just hovering right around 7%. So that's when it's time for them to learn about the the adjustable rates and the interest yes. rate buy downs, and so yes. there's a lot to learn, a lot to learn. And, and I still, well, every time I hear that, oh my God, the rates are seven percent, the sky is falling. I go, well, from my perspective, that used to be a pretty good rate. Right. Oh goodness. Well, we do have to take another break so we can continue okay. delving into the numbers a little bit with Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group Remax Results. Back in a moment on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We'll be right back with Robin Gwaltney and Andy Brownell on Rochester Real Estate. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. You wash your hands, you brush your teeth, but what about the nose? Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group, Remax Results, and Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We are back with Robin Gwaltney. Gwaltney Group Remax Results. And we've been talking, Robin, about the latest market report, snapshot of what's happening. Yes. So now I'm going to look at some kind of broader numbers, like just how things are going um, month over month or year over year, because it's kind of interesting. You know, it seems like we're all of a sudden inundated with... Um, Inventory because people are like, oh, there's so many more houses on the market. Well, we have literally one year change in homes for sale is up 4.9%. So we have 5% more houses for sale. So it's not a ton, but if we have 5% more, plus they're sitting around a little longer, it just seems like more. Okay, yeah, yeah I get it. Um, the and median... Also- Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was going to say, um, what you described, too, I think you said about 10% of the homes that are listed right now are above 500000 and I think you had a lot more. In the, oh, my gosh, yeah. Right? For a while, those high, that high end was going crazy because we had that whole um, ph- phenomenon of 
buyers jumping from their starter home to their dream right. home because of the interest rates being, you know, 2.25 or 2.5 or 2.75 or whatever they got locked in at. And they're like, whoa, at this price, I can just afford to skip the $500,000 house and go from my $300,000 house to my $800,000 house or whatever. You know, they just missed a step on the ladder. <laughs> So, yeah, we did have a lot of sales in the high end last year. I think I personally sold, I don't know, seven or eight houses that were um, more than a million. Wow. So, yeah, there was there were a lot of high-end sales last year. might even have been more than that. But um, the median sales price, so I talked about how prices are, are going up. This is confusing because a sales price and a home value are not the same thing. And the reason I say that is because we know, we're very well aware that most homes were selling above value, Mm -hmm. right? So we have to take that into consideration when I say that year over year, the median sales price has only gone up by 0.8%, so not even a full percent. So does that really mean that our home values in our market only went up by less than 1%? No, it's not the case at all. It's just that because they were selling above value and now they're not, right? So then couple that with the fact that the home values have increased, that's that's how you get to that number. Sure. So and I just want to make it clear. And actually, considering what's happened with... Th- that number is actually higher than I would have anticipated. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, is that... Prices moved higher. I mean, the median sale price was two hundred and fifty-three nine fifty. Okay, and that means that I think it was we were at like two forty-nine. I don't know. It was really close, so they didn't move a lot, but definitely went up. Oop, I hear a dog barking. <laughs> that happens once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 what we get when we're no longer in the studio, right? <laughs> It's the studio. It's just not where it was before. Yeah, a portable. Yeah, a mobile. <laughs> there you go. Anyway, now I lost my train of thought. Sorry about that. Yep, that's okay. I did too. <laughs> so, so new. Oh, I would did this one. I did find um, this stat. I did find interesting because we had been dropping in our number of closed sales. We had been dropping at a much slower rate than many parts of the nation, but it seems like we have rapidly caught up because one year change in closed sales has been 30% for us. Really? Yeah, so that's quite a few. That is. Mm-hmm. These numbers always have an interesting twist to them. Yeah, they do, they do. But you know, what I will tell you is people are still calling me every day to put their houses on the market and new buyers are calling every day to say they want to get started in the process. So I certainly don't want anybody to think that, oh my God, nobody's buying and selling houses anymore. The world's coming to an end. The sky is falling, all of those things. Because the truth is, is that we definitely are still selling houses. Well, everything you've described and we've, We've said it before. We've shifted from an anomaly of a market to a normal market. Right. That means things continue to churn. So that 30%. So last year, last year, October, so October of 2021, 
we had 630 closed sales. This year, 2022, we had 436 closed sales. So that's where that 30% yep. decrease comes. But 436 closed sales in the month is not nobody buying a house. <laughs> no, it's not. That's the month of October, mind you. Right. You know, those Which are closings. Not, yeah. And that's not the hottest month of the year for real estate. Right. So, um Actually, the hottest month of the year was June of this year, 2022, and we had 707 closings. And the prior year, it was 770. So it was down. You know, that's why I say I've been telling you month over month, we're down a little from last year. And, um, well, November of 2021, we were actually up, excuse me, of... I am so crazy. Yeah, I'm starting from last year, yeah. November of 2021 was up 1.5% over 2020. And then December was up 1.9% over 2020. And then we get into January. over last year. In February of this year, we were up 4.6%. March, we were up 6.7%. April, we were up a percent. Then May, we went down by 2%. June, we went down by 6%. July, we went down by 10%, month over month now, okay? And August, we were down 5%. September, we were down 8%. So that's why I've been saying each month, we're not anything compared to the parts of the country that are dropping by 25 and 30 and 35% month over month. But then our October did turn out to be a 30% drop over last year. But that still means that over the 12 months, um, we've dropped 5.2%. So, yeah, it's not, it's not as, that's why you have to go past just the headline, right? You have to know the whole story. But yeah, so it's, it's still, you know, things are still good out there and we still need a place to live and there's definitely still a way to get people into a home, whether it's creative financing or whether it's um, contract for deed or whether, I mean, there's there's other ways, right, to do it. So I don't want people to be discouraged and think that they've missed their shot at being a homeowner. Absolutely because not. Because that yeah. is definitely not the case. So if somebody wants your experienced guide, <laughs> How do they reach you, Robin? I would absolutely love to help, whether it's to literally help you with the process or even answer any questions you have relating to real estate. And my cell phone is the best way to get me. That number is 507-259-4926. Great. All right, Robin. We'll get another update from you next week. I look forward to it. Sounds great. All right. Have Thank a great you so weekend. much. You too. Robin Gwaltney with Gwaltney Group Remax Results on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 90. 19- this is.